Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both Snooze Fest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Cindy Warren is the founder of Blue Tree Coaching. She's a life and business coach, a Stanford Law School grad, a human resources consultant, and a published author. She is also the host of the Side Gig School podcast. Cindy helps coaches and consultants grow their businesses so they can experience the personal and professional freedom that comes from being their own boss. Cindy, welcome back to the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. I always love having these conversations with you. Likewise, Jane, I'm so happy to be back. So I wanted to bring you back onto the podcast because I have noticed that I keep having the same conversation over and over again, both with prospective CPSM, both with prospective CPSM students and graduates from the program. Um, Everyone's biggest fear about business development is that they won't be able to achieve whatever big, humongous, ginormous goal that they are setting for themselves straight out of the gate. And personally, I think that the fastest way to sabotage yourself in business is to focus on goals that are maybe too far out of reach. I assume you would agree, right? I do agree. And that's so interesting because I think what we're saying that we're both agreeing with is actually actually contrary to a lot of what we're seeing out there in the online business world. I, I can for sure speak to in the coaching industry per se, that people talk about um, you know, impossible goals and the BHAG goals, like the big hairy bleep goals, and how you should dream as big as you possibly can imagine. And that's the way to get started. But I think the truth is for many people that sends them their nervous system into uh, fight or flight, we're all going to die here, I better hide and stay small and stay with my day job that I don't love. And never mind. Yeah. I I literally see that every single day in my business. What prompted me to want to have this conversation with you, just, I mean, besides the fact that you are always so brilliant at talking about this exact topic, is that I was on a uh, sort of discovery call for somebody who is interested in enrolling in Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. And she was just so fixated on, like, how long do you think it's going to take me to be able to generate her goal was like five to eight thousand dollars a month that's what she wanted to generate and she was just so um wrapped up in like what the time frame was going to be how quickly could she make that happen and um you know i i was sitting there like i'm such a i'm an honest person i'm not going to tell her that she's going to do that in three months or three years, like Mm -hmm. it varies. I have so many, I have so many students and graduates inside of the program who all have different goals, all have different time commitments to their businesses, and all have different mindsets around entrepreneurship. There's so many factors that come into play that like, how would I ever be able to answer that question for her? Honestly, I would have no idea. 
And, and also like, I don't know, I just felt like that was the wrong place for her mind to be because, you know, if you're so focused on that end goal, it feels so out of reach, I think, that you almost feel like, well, I'm not even sure I should try because it just feels, it feels like I'm never going to be able to do it. And so then you don't yeah. even try and then, and then you're stuck where you are, which is just, yeah. I don't know, like as somebody who is constantly just sort of working towards my goals in a more manageable and reasonable way, it feels like a really um, unfortunate mindset place to be in. Yeah, it's really self-defeating. It's like you're making a decision to fail before you even try because you're afraid of failing. So yeah. you like make that happen in advance by not even trying. It's, it's a little mind tricky. I think it's so important on the journey to celebrate every milestone as small as it may be. Like I remember the first time an actual coaching client wrote me a check for $125. And I had a very significant, secure, you know, day job salary at the time. And I was like, wow, that's a really big deal. Like someone is paying me for my time to sit there and talk to him about his life. Like that's special. If I had at that point been focused on where are my 5k months, I wouldn't have grown to 20k months several years yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do inside of Center for Pediatric Sleep Management is every single Wednesday, we have a thread inside of our Facebook group. It's called Winning Wednesday. And I encourage all of my students, graduates, people who have been there for, you know, four weeks or four years to chime in and just share a win. It can be big or small. It can be, um, it can be, I just actually booked my very first discovery call today. Mm -hmm. It can be, I had my first $5,000 month. It can mm -hmm. be, um, I got a text message from a mom whose baby slept through the night for the very first night in eight months, right? Like it can be mm -hmm. anything. And totally. I think it's so valuable both to participate in those sort of activities to like share the small wins. And then also to surround yourself with a community that is sharing their wins so that you can it small wins doesn't need to be big yes. wins uh so that you can see that like these baby steps in the right direction are what are ultimately helping you to grow to a place that maybe you didn't even think was possible however long ago absolutely that is so interesting that you do that on wednesdays i do that inside my side gig school group we have a facebook we have a thread every friday for posting a win or a celebration. And it is very affirming to see people sharing really small things and everyone's like, woohoo, way to go, like keep it up. And it does fuel an achievement growth mindset. So I think yeah. that's really important. Let's talk about micro goals. I actually think it was you who first taught me about setting micro goals. And I love that term. Um, what's the idea behind this? I guess it's sort of what we're already talking about, right? That when you take those tiny little baby goals and actually achieve them, uh, it makes you feel a little bit more productive, like you're moving in the right direction, right? Yeah, I think of it as like baby stepping your way there and like uh, running a marathon instead of running a sprint. Because as you and I both know, it takes a long time to sustainably grow a business 
have consistent monthly revenue, replace day job income, etc. So I love the idea of a micro goal. If I even take, you know, the prospect you spoke to, who's like, when will I get my 5k months? Well, what needs to happen to create your first 5k month, you need to have a client list, you need to have consistent marketing, you need to have a really clear offer, and you sort of break down mentally, what are all the things that would need to lead up to that happening? And then those are your micro goals. Okay, I created my offer. Okay, I shared my offer. Okay, I had my first discovery call. Okay, I had my first mom client, you know, with a child sleep through the night, all those things need to happen on the way to the bigger goal. And it is this like we're baby stepping our way to massive if we want it and depending on how we define it, success. Yeah, I like that you said depending on how we define it. I think that everybody when it comes to entrepreneurship, everybody has different goals. Everybody, you know, I have graduates from my program who are making, you know, $2,000 a month, and they are homeschooling their children, and they are busy with their family and their home life, and they are thrilled, they are exceeding their own expectations with the income that they're generating in their businesses. And then I have other graduates who are generating, you know, 15 to $18,000 a month. And sometimes they're probably thinking at a $12,000 a month that they had about month, right? Like it's all relative. Totally, totally. It's all relative. And, you know, I, I, I think that like defining success is tricky and also probably needs to be done in baby steps, right? Like we yeah. were all so um, fixated on that, like early and rapid success thought that like, you know, if yeah. we don't, if we don't hit it right away, um, that like, it's never going to happen. Actually, before we hit record, Cindy, I just want to share Cindy and I were talking about um, how, you know, eh, if everybody could just leave their accounting jobs, or if everybody could just leave their, you know, if you're a paralegal or an accountant or a teacher, if you could just like leave your job tomorrow and sit at your kitchen table and generate the same amount of income that you're generating now, like we would all do that, right? Like, yeah. it's, yeah. it's tricky, and it's hard, and it takes dedication and grit and perseverance to build something worthwhile. Um, but I don't know, I think it's worth it. And it's worth the hard work and the reward at the end. I don't know, it, it feels good. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. And you said something, I want to just sort of like, this is a drum I've been beating loudly as of late. How are we defining success for ourselves? And we know that in the world of online business, it's, oh, you know, 5k months, 10k months, 20k months, seven figures, then you'll be happy. And that might be true for some people, and that is not true for everyone. So I think there needs to be, for everyone considering entrepreneurship, whether as a side gig or as a full-time thing, like, what do I really want here and why? And of course, like you said, that can evolve and change over time. When I first started my coaching business, I wanted a few coaching clients to kind of pursue a passion, let me exercise a new skill and make a little bit of money. Now, several years later, it's my full-time thing. My goals are totally different. But one thing that I think is so hard for people, especially at the beginning stages of the entrepreneurial journey, is finding a way to shut out all of the external noise about what it's supposed to look like 
and really kind of having a more interiorized experience, if you will, of what that even means. Then once we decide what it means, at least to begin, we can start to get into action in a tangible micro goal kind of way. I like that. Uh, I think maybe a little bit what you're saying is to enjoy the process, right? Like it's not just about getting to the end goal, but uh, enjoying every single phase, not to say that like everything's fun, right? Like some things in business are hard. Some things are outside of our comfort zone. Some things feel way over our heads. I I don't know Mm -hmm. about you, but I still feel that way. Uh, Mm -hmm. Nobody believes me when I tell them this, but there are so many things in my business day to day that still feel challenging for me. And to some degree that never, I don't know that that ever goes away. So it's like just figuring out a way to like enjoy the process and to be more comfortable with the uncomfortable and, and realizing all of those moments where you do figure something out that felt totally hard and totally outside of your comfort zone. Like those are the wins. Like, that should be shared on winning Wednesday. Like that is not for nothing. Yeah, absolutely. It is. I think you, you said it perfectly. It's the journey. Like it is the journey and the destination's awesome. Like have an idea of where you want to go. But if you're not enjoying the journey, you are likely to give up. And if you are just holding out a lofty, impossible goal, you're not going to enjoy your day-to-day work that much. Yeah. So that brings us right back to micro goals. Yeah, exactly. I know that you coach side hustlers, side gigs, right? Um, Uh Can you think of an example inside of your business, maybe one of your clients who put this into practice really nicely, somebody who really did take those baby steps and grew organically in a way that felt good and productive at the same time. It doesn't need to be a sleep consultant. I'm just curious about really anybody in entrepreneurship that you can share an example. So many clients are actually popping into my head right now, but I'll share one in particular. Her name is Jo, and she is a professional violist in a very well-regarded national orchestra and started a side gig of well-being coaching for classically trained musicians. I mean, talk about being niche. And it started really, really small with like her even wondering, is this a thing at first? And then saying, okay, it's a thing. What do I do next? You know, from her very first offer to getting her first client to now she's literally being paid to travel and teach on well-being to students in conservatories. So it's been very slow and steady. It's been about a three-year process, it is still, and for the foreseeable future, will be like a a real strong side gig. She's not giving up her day job anytime soon. And she has been so, it's really interesting, this woman in particular, because she grew up obviously in the world of classical music, which is, believe it or not, kind of like the world of gymnastics, like train hard, day after day, hour after hour, doesn't matter if your fingers are bloody and you're tired. So her approach to growing her business has been so different because she wanted to have a more luxurious experience of the journey than she had of the journey of becoming where she is in the music world. 
So that contrast for her, I know, has been very intentional and has felt very satisfying. And she is very far along in her side gig and making consistent monthly revenue that's making a difference in her life. I love that story for so many reasons. First of all, you know, people ask me all the time, like, do people really hire sleep consultants? Is that really a thing? And like, here you are telling me about a <laughs> musician who created a program for supporting classical musicians in like well-being. I mean, like that just proves the point that literally anything can be a business. And yeah. if you can support people and give them a transformation and show them value, then like there is a business in that, right? Like I love that that was the example because it's so niche. Obscure. And random, <laughs> right? Wait, let me, let me, let me, I can even top that. So Joe's sister is also in my program. Her side gig is pet portraits and she just had her first four figure month doing pet oh portraits. Gosh. Yeah. I know. Right. It's like, it really is anything. You just have to get started and keep going. I always tell the story. I may have told this on the podcast before, but I'm not sure. I connected with somebody in a Facebook group who sells, her company is called Declan's Mining Company. Like, look it up. She sells a bucket of sand and rocks on the internet. I think it's like $70 plus shipping. It's really expensive. And it's like for kids to go gem mining at home. You know how like when you go on vacation, like a Great Wolf Lodge and they have gem mining where you can yeah. go like sift through sand and water and pull out these rocks that look like gems. She sells the at home version of that. And it's expensive. And it's totally like, like who needs, who needs gem mining at home? Like apparently a lot of people. I've bought it. <laughs> I've actually bought That's it incredible. several times. I bought it several times. It makes a great gift. I bought it for my nieces and nephews for the holidays one year. And it's like, you know, if this woman can make a business out of selling sand and rocks on the internet for $70 plus shipping, then that's you unbelievable. can get out there and support families through the process of establishing healthy and independent sleep hygiene for your children. Period. End of story, right? End of story. No question about it. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. What a great story. And And it really speaks to like, you know, little bit, step by step, and and there's no yeah. rush to it. And three years later, I, I love that you mentioned that like she's three years in because yeah. I don't know, I don't know what the stat is on this, but I think like most small business owners like give up on their small businesses in the first year. I think that that there's some sort of statistic on that. I wish I had actual Absolutely. numbers. Yeah. Um, and I, I really, I always say that in order to be successful, in entrepreneurship, like you need to keep going beyond, like you need to gain momentum. Like if you quit before you gain momentum, yep. then, then your business fails. If you can sort of keep working on it until you reach that tipping point where you maybe get your first referral, like somebody yeah. who you've worked with in the past shares your name with a friend that becomes a tipping point where like, you're not just going out and finding all of your clients on your own, but they start coming to you. And that does happen for everybody mm -hmm. eventually. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. like, if you quit before that moment before that happens for you, then like, you never got to see the fruits of your labor that may have been like one, two years in the making. That's so well said. And it's so true. I always think of it as consistency plus time yields results. That's I love when you say that. I love when you say that. It's, it's <laughs> so wait, say that again. Consistency plus consistency time. plus time equals results. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, 
I think one of the the toughest things to do when you're sort of like growing your own small business is to strike that balance between having the long-term vision and then breaking it down into like manageable and achievable little steps. Any thoughts on how to best achieve that sort of mystical, magical balance from a mindset perspective? Yeah, I mean, I think it is part mindset and part strategy. Like it is actually sitting down pen to paper, whether on your own, in a community of support or an accountability group or with your own coach and like making the plan so that you can see it. Like if this is a real thing, okay, now we have a list of 10 things I need to do as prerequisites to get to my first $1,000 month or whatever. So there's the plan. And then I do think, you know, as you mentioned, the mindset is so important, which is normalizing that these things take time that it's a day after day, step by step, brick by brick kind of approach. And by, like you said, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, like I think, and I will, will be very surprised if you don't agree with me, Jane, but being in business for yourself and working to grow a business at any level is like the most intense personal development journey you can step onto. So that's personal kind of development. what I'm here for. That, that is what I'm here for at this point. Like, <laughs> Me too. At yeah. this point, I am here for personal development. Like when mm -hmm. I first got started in this business, it was because I was sort of like bored at home. I was, you know, sort of over just the stay-at-home mom life. I was looking for something to challenge me and I was looking to generate some income. And at this point, like my business has grown steady, steady, steady. I'm doing things that are way more interesting and exciting than I ever imagined that I'd be doing just a few years ago. And at this point, I am here for personal development, I am on a journey. Yeah. And, and really, when you get to that place in your mind, it's almost like it doesn't have it doesn't even matter what happens financially in any given moment. And, and I yeah. know that there's like some privilege involved in that statement, right? Like I know that it's mm -hmm. for me mm -hmm. to have like a bad month, I put that in air quotes, like, it's not gonna hurt me at this point, which is a really like privileged and wonderful place to be. But also, Absolutely. I think that like, the mindset shift of just like, I'm here to grow, I'm here to learn, I'm on a journey, I don't even know yeah. where I'm going. But I am just keep putting one foot in front of the other and taking steps in a really inspiring and interesting direction is like, from a mindset perspective, a really awesome place to be unbelievably, unbelievably great place to be. And the other thing, and th this is, I know, true for all of your clients, it has to be given the work you do, is th we're doing something that's making a positive impact on an actual human's life. And that also is really an important piece of the mindset puzzle of how do you keep going when it feels hard, or if you didn't hit the quote, you know, magic number of the month or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think always leading with helping people, serving people, yep. making people's lives better. Like that is that is always gonna work out in one way or another. Right? It is. It is. <laughs> it it always works out. And and it never gets old to sort of get those messages. I mean, I get them coming in two different directions. I get sort of like the moms who have their children. Mm -hmm who have slept through the night for the first time in who knows how long and like how amazing that feels. And then I have like the graduates from my program who say, you know, I just was able to like 
redo my bathroom because of the money that I generated from this work, you know, and really when, when you're getting those both, both like positive affirmations from your clients and it, it just all, I think helps to keep you trucking along, even when things feel challenging outside of your comfort zone, whatever it may be. Yeah. So I think we just need to keep tapping back into that sense of like, okay, what's the point? What impact am I making? What impact am I hoping to make? And that does really connect with our deep human need to be of contribution in some way, shape or form. Yeah. I think that striking a balance between ambition and reality is something that is really challenging for a lot of people. For me, Mm -hmm. I personally struggle with this as someone who always Mm -hmm. wants to grow. And, you know, I I need to remember that plateaus and dips in income or success are all inevitable. Um, From a mindset perspective, do you have any thoughts on how to handle the ride, the journey, like those ups and downs? Absolutely. I'm going to use the word I used again, which is normalize that there are ups and downs. It can be no other way. It cannot be up, 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 up forever and ever. That is no one's story. That's just not our experience um, as humans, as business owners. So I think normalizing that there are going to be ups and downs and then coming back to both like your personal mission and vision, whether it's making impact or get, you know, getting your bathroom redone, which is significant for many of us, is really important. And to just really dial into the truth that this is a journey we're on. And journeys are windy. That's inherent in the definition of a journey. So if we can look at that and then tell ourselves, nothing's gone wrong. It's exactly as it's supposed to be. I'm in an ebb, I'm in a flow. I think that helps a lot with the sustainability of our work. Yeah, I think I think that's right. In your opinion, how crucial is a supportive network or mentorship or coaching when trying to achieve goals for yourself, whether they be big or small? Extremely important. I noticed this for myself and my clients. And again, it doesn't have to look a certain way. It could be a free Facebook community you're part of. It could be a paid coaching group you're part of. It could be an accountability group you have with your besties, or it could be working with a one-on-one coach. Um, yeah, I think, but I think the support, the outside support is very important to help normalize the experience, reorient to you, you to your values and your goals and your mission. Yeah. As, as somebody who is coaching families through sleep training, which is hard and emotional and overwhelming. And sometimes for parents, I think feels like an impossible goal, right? Like if we're going to make the analogy, I love, I love sort of connecting what we do as sleep consultants back to what we're doing as entrepreneurs, because I think it's so similar, right? Here we are asking families to trust us to coach them through something that they don't believe is possible, right? That's why they end up hiring us is because they think that their 10 month old is broken. There's no way their 10 month old is ever going to be able to sleep or their four year old who doesn't stay in bed. It's impossible. He won't, he can't, right? Like these are the words that we're hearing from our clients. And these are some of the same words that I hear from people who are, just getting started on the journey to becoming a sleep consultant. 
they say to me, like, I can't do this, or I won't be able to do this, or I don't think this is possible for me. And, mm. and those are all the same things that we hear from our clients, right? And so our clients are seeking out support to help mm. them to reach their goals. And, and a lot of the time as sleep consultants, we help them, we take baby steps, right? We don't always rip the bandaid off. We help them make small changes that have meaningful and long lasting results. And, and it's really the same thing in business, right? Like if, yeah. if you feel like you can't do it alone, um, there is no shame in the game of seeking support, whether it be via, as you said, a free Facebook group, it could be online group coaching, it could be hiring a business strategist, whatever that looks like for you. And yeah. I think that that's all a part of the journey to reaching your end goal, which we're not even going to worry about until later, right? <laughs> exactly. So well said. And not for nothing, it's really fun being in these different coaching communities and growth communities. It's like the favorite part of my week when I get on a call with my side gig group every week. It's so yeah. fun to just be there and support each other and hold each other accountable and troubleshoot and problem solve and cheer each other on. It's really yeah. powerful. Yeah. So I guess that's a good segue. Why don't you tell us about your coaching program? Uh, what does it look like for those who are a part of your online community and being supported by you? Yeah, thank you. So my program is called Side Gig School, also the name of my podcast. And it's a lifetime access digital program. Once you're in, you're in. And we do weekly coaching calls. And there's a whole Go at your own pace curriculum in a Facebook group. And people are in there, as I suggested, with such wildly different businesses. I actually have never had a sleep consultant in sidekick school. So the cross-marketing and networking that happens is really fun. And I also work with people one-on-one -on, -one on life and business goals. I love that. Actually, your program sounds a lot like CPSM in that yeah. it's an online curriculum. It's lifelong access. It's continuing education for as long as you need it and continuing support for as long as you need it, which I, you know, yeah. I'm a firm believer in that. I think that uh, once you find somewhere that you like and you're happy there, you should be able to stay and uh, really? continue to learn from that community. So I love that you're doing that. I will leave uh, both links to your website and your podcast in the show notes. And as always, I love chatting with you. I always feel like I learn from you and I feel inspired by you. And I also uh, am calmed by you. <laughs> I feel like I'm so happy to hear. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'm a little wound up and then you sort of like bring me down. I really like that. Excellent. It must be the yogi in me, Jane. I think so. Thank you so much for having me back. I always love connecting with you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much, and I hope you will tune in for the next episode.